of Matthew 10. Down there about the 34th verse, Jesus said, Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I am not come to send peace, but a sword. I believe we as Christians are tangled up and not understanding that Jesus didn't die on the cross that we're all going to get along because everybody ain't going to serve God. And he plainly said in the scripture that they hated him before they hated us. And we as Christians have got so weak that we think it's awful if somebody don't like what we said. Or somebody comes against us or, or if the word of God is hitting them, we'll just leave it alone. And there's places in the word of God we're just leaving out. Because I thought about, I had a friend uh, and, and I don't understand it. And he run his wife off and I, I got it from some of the members that he run his wife off and now he's got a girlfriend Amen, and he's still in the pulpit, still just going right on just like, just like it was. And I believe if we'll check up on the Word of God, these things ain't right. Amen. We'll find out that these things are, are fornication, and these things end up adultery, amen. And the Bible tells us, amen, for better or for worse. And, and that's just one little example that's happening. And uh, I know we've had some that come here that had gay people and had People in their family was, our sister was gay and said she couldn't come here because I preached against it. I can't help it if my young ones is gay or if, if my wife runs off gay. I can't help it. It's still sin, glory to God, and you can't go to heaven and this. And we're still in some of the denominations that are opening up of their church. And one of my, one of my best friends, amen, and it broke my heart. And he told me about a lady in his church. But he said she was a good worker. She worked in the church. But he said she was a lesbian. She she was a gay and she dressed like a man and I'd met her. Amen. But she said we just we just keep her because she can do about anything in the church. That ain't what God is wanting in his church, people that can do about anything. He's wanting some born again children of God. Amen. And we're finding today uh, that we pastors are so hungry, we'll just take them in and put them in to any position and it don't make any difference what their lifestyle is or what's going on. I know God is a forgiving God, but listen to me. I know that I was a drunk, but if I continue to drink, glory to God, y'all need to set me down. You need to uh, get me out of this position. Amen. And he said, we'll just read some of uh, the 10th chapter of Matthew. And, and he said, when he had called unto him his 12 disciples, he gave them power. And I want us to listen to this carefully. He said, when Jesus, when he called to him his 12 disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of diseases. Now the names of the twelve apostles are these. And I want us to listen what the word of God said. Do you think that the Lord Jesus Christ 
took sinners out and gave them power to cast out devils. The Bible teaches us that Satan, Beelzebub, can't cast out Beelzebub. The devil can't cast out the devil. So we're going to read that these were the 12 disciples of Christ. Glory to God. They know if, ands, and buts about it. It's in Jesus' writing. Amen. And he called them, and I'm going to read them by name. And the names of the 12 apostles are these. The first was Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother. Amen. Do you think that he gave one of them any more power than he did the other one? I'm going to tell you something. As he went down the road, just like the Holy Spirit of God came on me and wherever he came on you, the place was a bathroom for me, but the Spirit of God spoke to me personally, amen, and saved my soul, glory to God, called me to be a disciple of Christ, amen, to finish this work. So did he call these, amen. They'll teach to you the one thing and teach to you another. I'm going to tell you these disciples, Growed, but God gave them power, amen, to raise the dead. God gave them power over unclean spirits. God gave them power not to be beat down by the things of the world. Listen to me, neighbor, when I look out of the day and I look at the disciples of Christ. We don't have this power, amen. The devil runs us around. The devil tells us where we can sit. The devil tells us us how we can act uh, and the devil has got us to thinking uh, uh, we've got it so big that we can't uh, fall from it uh, we need to read the word of God uh, we need to take what the word of God said and I think well my Lord and my God Schofield uh, believes that it's eternal security I believe in the eternal security of God but you got to stay in the book uh, I can't break the laws of God's holy word and still He'll say, I'm eternal secured and I'm going to heaven. Uh, uh, glory to God, if Janet leaves me uh, and I marry another, I'll have to step down. I'll have to step down from pastoring the, the church because of the word of God, honey. I might still make it to heaven, uh, but there's things that we've got to go by, whether we like it or whether we don't. Uh, uh, the word of God is real. Uh, honey, and can I tell you, when they turn against Jesus, as Judas did uh, uh, for his own self-recognition. Uh, can I tell you something today? Uh, as we listen and as we watch uh, and we follow the Word of God, uh, uh, we see men that one time had the power of God about them, uh, honey, and they walked so far away from God. Uh, uh, the, uh, the Spirit of God has withdrawn itself. It separated itself from them. Judas fell by transgression. Amen. Transgression is sin. And when we're in sin, we fall. We walk away from God. And God said in John 9 that he don't hear sinners. Or he'll say, well, I was born again. I'm saved. I'm not a sinner. Another will say, I'm a sinner saved by grace. We're not still a sinner. Honey, we're saved by grace or we're a sinner. Amen. A glory to God today. We're trying to play both sides of the book and God is a separator honey God will separate us from this junk amen God called us out from this junk this cares of this old world 
Neighbor, can I tell you something? We look at David, but David never got back to the place that he was. The sword always stayed at his house. What did I just read? He said, it came came to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. But a sword, and what is a sword? A sword is sharp. It cuts, going and a coming. The flesh is lazy. The flesh don't want to serve God. Let me read on. And Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas, and Matthew, the publican, James, the son of Alphaeus, and Libius, whose surname was Thidius, Simon the Canaanite, and Judas, Issachar, who also betrayed him. Can I tell you something today, honey? If I've never known the Lord, I can't betray him. I cannot betray him if I'd never known him. If I had never hooked up and married Janet, glory to God, I can't betray her and get a divorce if I've just lived with her all of my life. If I've just played games, but when I have married her, and the Bible teaches me plainly that marriage is like the church. Christ is the head. I mean, this goes over great in the Baptist churches. These 12 Jesus sent forth and commanded them, saying, He had commandment over these 12, and one of them was Judas, who he betrayed. And he said, And the 12 Jesus sent forth and commanded them, saying, Go not into the way of the Gentiles and into a city, into any city of the Samaritans, enter ye not, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. I want us to look at that carefully. Neighbor, God separated these people, these first 12, he separated them to go to the house of Israel. Not to go to us Gentiles, not to go to the Samaritans, but to go to the house of Israel. His own chosen people, he sent them out. So I want us to look at us today, honey. God has sent us to a certain place. God has put us in a certain uh, calling. God ain't uh, scattered us all over the land, amen. God has put a certain calling on a few people's life, amen, to do what God wants us to do. And we've walked away from the call of God. We've walked away from the place uh, that God wants us. We wanted more. That's not saying that uh, because I'm a pastor I can't visit somewhere else. I'm going to tell you something, but God God distinctly called me to pastor Mount Vernon Church. It's seemingly that I can't preach good nowhere else. I can't get the point across nowhere else. I ain't happy nowhere else because God sent me not to, not just like he did Israel. He sent them not to the Gentiles, but he sent them to the lost sheep of Israel, glory to God. I'm not the greatest soul winner, but people I go to invite, I invite them to Mount Vernon Church. I don't invite them to the church up the road or the church down the road. I invite them to Mount Vernon Church. Honey, I can't invite them to a place that I don't agree with what they're preaching. Hello? Think about it, church. Hmm. But he said, Go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, the seventh verse. And as ye go, he said, Preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. The eighth verse, 
I'm going to tell you, this commandment was on Judas. Can you deny that today? This is, my Bible ain't red letter, but it's yours red letter. Jesus wrote this. Jesus wrote this. And as you go preach, save the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick. Cleanse the lepers. Raise the dead. Cast out devils. Freely you have received. Freely give. Neighbor, he sent them out with the power of God about them. That's what he said in the first and second verse there. He sent them out with the power of God about them. Listen to me today, honey. I, I, we've let many things run us into a hole that we're afraid to preach anywhere else. We're afraid to tell some people what the Word of God said. Amen. And everybody that stands up over a dead body wants to say, I believe there's all right. I believe they're in heaven. I'm going to tell you something today, uh, honey glory to God and I guess this message was stirred up. I had a friend that I've known uh, many many years and he's 90, 90 some years old just passed away recently and, and his, his dad and mom was great people of God. I've been to their house many times Amen. As, as a Christian and I thought he'd use God's name in vain and he was a, a filthy talker and he just passed away and I thought then some of the people said now he's at peace can I tell you something God didn't send peace amen God, God didn't send peace he said he sent the sword and I'm going to tell you if we go to the grave cussing God if we go to the grave hating our brother or our sister, if we go to the grave uh, with envy and strife in our heart, I don't care how many churches you've joined, I don't care how many baptizing hosts uh, you've been through and how many places you've preached. Uh, glory to God, if we die with sin in our life, hell's going to be our home. You can't mark that out of the book, glory to God. Uh, you can't find, show me nowhere where he jerked Judas back and forgive him because he gave him power to start with, glory to God, over unclean spirits. He gave gave us power to reject the devil and we've let the devil come into our house and set up a boat. I'm preaching us the truth today, honey, and we won't stand. Our children turn against us. Our wives turn against us. Our mamas, our daddies turn against us. I get so hard to witness with you people. I got some cousins. They'd rather see the devil come than to see me visit. Amen. But I knock on the door and I say, I'm coming in. I'm coming in. Amen. One more time, one of them said back and he told me, I said, do you care if I pray? He said, there ain't no use to care. He said, you're going to pray anyhow. Amen. You're going to pray anyhow. I, that's exactly right. Honey, we need to carry it to God. Satan has run us in a hole until we want to think everybody is safe. Hell has enlarged itself. And nowhere do I find the word of God where heaven has had to enlarge itself. God built it big enough for his number. Amen. I'm glad, glory to God, that somewhere after the 12 disciples, glory to God, that he sent some people like Paul to preach to the Gentile. Well, glory be unto God. I'm glad that some come to my house and witness to me. I'm glad that I heard a little home a prayer meeting. I'm glad that I was in a Christmas play or two. I'm glad everywhere I went that God would bring it back to 
of my memory the drunkest day of my life. Amen. That Jesus was still King of kings and Lord of lords. I'm glad today, Emma, in 1968, I made him as my personal Savior, my Redeemer, glory to God. And I owe him the rest of my life. Uh, praising God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Is this mic working all right? Mine is. I'm understanding this. Amen. <laughs> he said, in the ninth verse, provide neither gold nor silver nor brass in your purse, nor scrip. You know, if we ain't careful. Many years ago, I've been to town. Didn't know if I had enough gas to get back. Didn't have no money. Mm. Sometimes we put our trust in the dollar we got in our pocket. Or the check that we can write. Provide neither gold nor silver nor brass in your purse nor script for your journey. Neither two coats, neither shoes, nor yet staves. For the workman is worthy of his meat. And into whatsoever city or town ye shall enter, inquire who in it is worthy, and there abide till you go thence, till you move on. Who's worthy there? Who's worthy? And when you come into a house, salute it, speak to them. And if the house be worthy, let your peace come upon it. Amen. So what I'm preaching on, he said right here, think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I come not to send peace but a sword. He said on earth. Everybody ain't going to have peace. But he turned right here, but he said, he said in the 13th verse, and if the house be worthy, let your peace come upon it. Honey, that's the peace of Almighty God. That's the peace of God that I can carry. That's the peace of God. When the devil strikes, I still have the peace of God. When the death angel calls, I can still have the peace of God. And he said for me to go, amen, with the peace of God to this house. And if they're worthy, leave the peace of God with them. Leave a little uh, good spirit with them. Leave a little comfort. Leave a little prayer. Don't leave a bunch of griping and grumbling and muttering about our sickness, but leave a little peace of God there. How great God is and how God has kept us together and kept the church together and kept us on top of the ground, able, because we know that peace, he sent a sword to the earth. He didn't send peace to the earth. Honey, he sent peace to the children of God. And the house be worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it be not worthy, let your peace return unto you. Can I tell you, at one time, Judas had peace. He had the same peace Peter had. He had the same gift Peter had. He had Bartholomew, Andrew. He had what they had. I mean, he could go to the house and heal the sick. He could go to the house, and if they were worthy, he could leave peace. Have you ever went to a house 
and you left peace? Boy, have you ever felt that they're so glad to see you? Not many of I've been in, but a few that they're so glad that you come. They're so glad you come and visited with them because they were hungry for a little conversation. Have you ever been in one that was so busy that they didn't have time to wait on you? They had to go. They were busy. You can't, you can't leave your peace there. Just shake off the dust of your feet and go on. Hello? That's what the Word of God said. But we get down. We get down. I've been and knock on the door and the blinds, would, the little blinds would flip up. You could hear the floor squeak. Amen. They wouldn't open the door. I'd knock again. I'd say, I, I know you're in there. Let me in. I've done that. Wouldn't let you, wouldn't let you in. I talked to one of the boys. Amen. Over at the, was at the Derby two or three months ago. He's one of them. That him and his wife, one, peeped out the curtain. It's a preacher. Don't let him in. He can't never get rid of him. He'll talk and talk and talk. He'll just rest to death. Just let him stay outside. <clears throat> and he said in the 14th verse, And whosoever shall not receive you, nor hear your words, when you depart, you got to do this in church. Everybody here tonight ain't going to have this. That's all right. And whosoever shall not receive you nor hear your words, when you depart out of that house or city, shake off the dust of your feet. Verily I say unto you, I want you to listen to 15. Verily I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. It'd be more tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah in that day of judgment than for that city. Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Y'all know just as good as I do, we don't have as a sheep, we have no, no, uh, uh, no, nothing we can fight back with the wolf. The wolf can eat us up. The, we just cheat. The wolf will eat us up. The only hope I've got today is escaping the wolf is the Lord Jesus Christ. The, only, the shield of God around me. I don't have enough fur. I don't have enough goodness. I don't have anything enough. I don't know enough tricks, amen, to keep the devil off from me. But God can put a shield around me every now and then, and I, I just felt the Spirit of God. Amen. When God puts a little shield around you, amen, you can feed it. You know that it's here. Somebody uh, put out, put on Facebook, and I kind of liked it, and I can't remember it all, but it said watching watching uh, uh, preaching on Facebook, and I won't get this exactly right. Watching it like, it's like sitting on and watching a, a fireplace on TV. Amen. said you can see the flame, you can see the preaching, but you can't feel the heat. And that, that's about true. That's about how it is. And thank God for Facebook and, and TV till people are shut in and people at home can hear a little bit of preaching. But neighbor, we need to be in the house of God. I wouldn't take nothing tonight, just tonight, for the privilege to be in God's house. To be able, my voice a little better than it's been, to be able to preach God's word. And I told that little girl, she's a woman, I told that woman over at the cafe, and Jenny heard me, I said, your tears is worth $100 to me. A $100 bill with the tears that you shed when you give your testimony, you walked away from God. Now you're back in the will of God. I'd ask, I started out asking if she was regular in church. 
Are we regular church? <clears throat> Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. I thought about our new preachers, amen. Young boys, anxious, just like a fire shut up in their bones. I'm going to tell you, more than likely, Satan will set some kind of trap out there. Amen. He'll set some kind of trap. I promise you, this old boy's had some good runs. More than one, I've had some good runs. He said, but beware of men, 17th verse, for they will deliver you up to the council, and they will scourge you in their synagogues. This ain't just happened when they start beating down the church. Neighbor, but I'm going to tell you something. When America was a new nation founded under God, we appreciated God. And the devil had trouble fighting our churches. But today we don't appreciate God. Amen. We've walked too far away from God. We appreciate Walmart. We appreciate our electric lights. We appreciate so many things. But we don't appreciate God like we need to appreciate God. When they deliver you up, take no thought how... <laughs> 19th verse. When they deliver you up, take no thought how you, or what you shall speak. For it shall be given you in that same hour what you shall speak. For it is not you that speak, but the Spirit of your Father which speaketh in you. But the Spirit of the Father that speaketh in you. How many today is being led by the Spirit of God? How many today is going back to the internet? What do you call the dictionaries, the commentaries? How many? How many of us? And I, I know I do it. I go back to the references and look the references. Some of them are misleading. They're man's opinion. The Bible tells us that when they offer us up to counsel, to not take no thought on what we would say. What would we say? You've got the wrong man. I never said it that way. I didn't mean that about you. You can't take me to the cross. No, it, it wasn't me. I didn't mean that for you. Instead of saying that's what the Word of God says. I need to be led by the Spirit of God. I need to be led to the church that the Spirit of God wants me in. Not the church of my choice. Not the church of my choice. And the brethren, listen, this is the day we're living. And the brother shall deliver up the brother to death. And the father of the child and the children shall rise up against their parents. Neighbor, I've never seen it a time just like it is today. I remember down at Siloam, my bright fellow and his boy. Killed him down there in the car over money, over drugs. He wouldn't, wouldn't give him no more. And caused them to be put to death. And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. Who wants to be hated? That comes against the flesh. Honey, we want to be well thought of by mankind. We want to strut ourselves and say, I, I done this. And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. But he that endureth to the end, the same shall be saved. 
There must have been something to that because Matthew 24 says it exactly like that. You must endure to the end. I could have stopped on Buck Mountain apart to the little Bible Baptist church and I would have never got here. I mean, we can't stop along the way. We got to endure to the end. The end may be rough. The end may be a tough road. But when they persecute you in this city, flee you to another. For verily I say unto you, ye shall not have gone over the cities of Israel till the Son of Man be come. The disciple is not above his master, nor the servant above his Lord. It is enough for the disciple that he be as his master. It is enough for the disciple that he be as his master. Honey, we ought to be tickled to death what God has given us to overcome Satan. Preached a little bit of that Sunday morning. And the servant of his Lord, if they have called the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more shall they call them of his household? You know, if they call the Lord Beelzebub and say this wasn't of God, how much more are they going to do us? How much more are they not going to believe that we're children of God? How many people ain't going to be told what to do? When we come under communism, we will be told what to do. We will do it the way they want it done. We won't rebel. Don't pay your taxes. See if they don't sell your house. He said, fear them not, 26th verse, fear them not. Therefore there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed and hid that shall not be known. It's going to be brought to light, church. And that's going to be a different story. What I tell you in darkness, that speak ye in the light. When God speaks to his fellows in the night, in the wee hours of the morning, before daylight, God tells us something we need to talk about, something we need to preach, some place we need to go. We need to be listening. We need to be listening. I tell you, in darkness, that speak ye in light. And what ye hear in the ear, that preach ye upon the housetops. And fear not. Fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Only the Lord can take his hand off of us and us end up in hell. If he's got his hand on us, there's no way we can go to hell. But I'm going to tell you, he's not going to dwell in an unclean temple. That's the word of God. Are not two spires sold for a farthing? farthing? And one of them shall not fall on the ground without your father. But the very hairs of his head are all numbered. 
Fear ye not. There's fear again. Fear ye not. Therefore ye are of more value than many sparrows. You know, Jesus didn't die for the sparrow. Jesus died for us. Made us in his own image. And the sparrow has never done anything against Jesus. The rabbit ain't, the dog ain't. But how have we the people turned on Jesus? Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father which is in heaven. If we don't confess, the Bible said in Romans, from the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. He said here, if we confess him before men, him will I confess also before my Father which is in heaven. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father which is in heaven. Man, I don't want to be denied by my Lord. Think not, think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. For I am come to set a man at variance against his father and the daughter against the, and the daughter against her mother and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's foes or a man's enemies shall be they of his own household. They of his own household. I thought on a household. I've never been hurt. I've been knocked off the bar stools. I've been left laying in the side ditch. I've come home with both ears. They stick out anyway, but I've come home about beat to death and them blacker, blacker and tar. Me and my best buddy, he loosened that tooth and I broke his jaw. We got back in the car and went on. But can I tell you something? When you get hurt in church, Satan don't never let you forget it. They have your own household. That ain't counting your wife, your children, your mom, dad, and aunt and uncles. It ain't just counting them. That's counting the church. We need to be careful what we say and what we do. We need to know that we're in the spirit of God. We know that we need to know that we're loving. We know we need to know that we come in love. Charity suffereth long. Charity's not puffed up. Charity vaunteth not itself. It don't blow itself up. Mm. Come on, church. I'm telling us the truth. We need to realize that we was one step away from hell and nothing we could do to change it except through Jesus. So what have I got to boast about? A man's foe shall be they of his own household. 37th verse. I'm about done. He that loveth father or mother more than me 
is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. What did he say do to them that's not worthy of him? Shake the dust off our feet. Come on, church. We have worried ourselves to death. I have over a church that didn't want to serve God. They wanted to come when they wanted to, be petted. Amen, when they got their feelings hurt. Go do what they wanted to do, but you better be there when something comes to their house. And he that taketh not his cross and falleth after me is not worthy of me. <clears throat> he said, pick up your cross daily and follow me in another scripture. He that findeth his life shall lose it, and he that loseth his life for my sake shall find it. He that receiveth you receiveth me, and he that receiveth me receiveth him that sent me. He that receiveth a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he that receiveth a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. And whosoever shall give, give to drink unto one of these little ones a cold cup of water, a cup of cold water, only in the name of a disciple, verily I say unto you, he shall in no wise lose his ward. You know, I'm thankful for a water boy. I, I miss Josh when he's here. When we lost a water boy, we got another. On medication, old dry Baptist and dry mouth, I appreciate the water boy. God said he wouldn't lose his reward. So it's the simple things in life, amen, that God has blessed us with. There ain't going to be no peace in this earth. There'll be higher gas prices. There'll be sickness. There'll be deaths. There'll be people against us. There'll be hurts and heartaches. Bad diagnosis from the doctor. Things that we think we just can't live with. But there's peace in Jesus. I know, I know for a fact with my heart attack, the peace of God and the prayers of the people. I'll, I'll never, as long as I got any mind, never forget the 57 so-and-so, 57 people around the altar in Low Gap. praying for Preacher Bill. I won't never forget it. That brought the peace of God. And then it made a testimony. I believe Stacy made the picture and sent it to me. And I showed him the picture. I said, this is why I'm happy. But this is why I didn't die right here. Thank the God for the doctors and the nurses. But this is why them people up there praying for me. They showed their love. Amen. Everybody couldn't go. I know everybody couldn't go. Everybody didn't want to go. But I praise God for them, and I don't even know who was there. But I praise God for 50-some people that went. Praise His holy name. Brings peace. I hope someday I can return it to you. Amen. Yeah, one day I'll, I hope I get a chance to return that. 
Hallelujah. Good to be a Christian. I showed Miss Linda low there. We spend a night with her brothers a bunch. And I showed Linda I had a picture of the altar that I took while the leaves was changing. And and I said that we carry a rock when we pray, and there's been some rocks for you, Miss Linda. Can't get out of the old wheelchair. Can't can't do nothing by herself. Hmm. God's good. God's good. Right on time. They can't quarrel at me back there. One bill, two bills, three bills. Aggravate them if you can. Amen.